Hello, Wanderlings. This is Sophia, and welcome back to episode number three of my podcast, Adventures of a Nomad Dancer. Uh, I think it used to be called the Wanderluster Club. I keep changing it. I should probably stop that. Um, anyway, but over here I talk about dance and the anxieties of traveling with some tips and tricks and also some stories of my personal experiences on the road. And I call it my journal of journeys and I invite you to explore the world with me. So you can also follow me on Instagram. I have a couple pages, some that I'm actually more active on than others, depending on what I'm doing in my life. You can find my dance page at dance with Zosha, Z-O-S-I-A, um, or Sophia the Wanderluster, Wander with an A, Sophia with a P-H, and that's my travel page. So welcome back. I'm so excited that you decided to join me. Uh, go grab yourself a drink of your choice and let's get this adventure started. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my most recent dance adventure from Guanajuato, Mexico, when I was involved with this touring dance show. In the last episode, I discussed my time on tour in Austin, Texas and New York City. So this is the finale now of the dance tour. Um... And I was actually coming from D.C. after an incredible show called Raven's Night, and I'll talk about that in a future episode. But that had happened right before getting to Mexico, um, like the weekend before we had to do the finale. So I was coming with one of my friends, and we would meet one of our other friends in Texas because she lived in Oklahoma, and we found each other we were excited i actually made my one friend carry my crown for dia de los muertos um because it was kind of spiky and i didn't know like if they would let me take it through and i knew that she had pre-checked so i was just like can you just take this over the border for me and she did and it was fine nothing got taken or anything um we were able to get to the airport in mexico and then i was actually given a spanish slip and I actually had to compare my papers with my friends because I didn't speak Spanish, you know. Um, so after that, we got a on a bus for two hours. <laughs> and that would take us all the way to our house for like $30 US dollars. Um, and so we walked inside. It was probably noon around this time. And we walked into paradise. And there were maybe three or four floors. And most of the rooms had three to four people in them. We get down stairs to our room. And, like, it really didn't phase us because we're dancers. We're, like, whatever. But there were six people in a room. Um, also, there was no bath, no hot water, a mini fridge, and no sink. So <laughs> six people in our room having to share like one tiny bathroom it and no sink and a mini fridge. It was ridiculous. Um, but these were things that like they were a problem and we realized that throughout the first week. But I don't think we had so much takeout food at first. Um, we just had all of our pops just in there. Um, but like it 
felt like we were going to camp and not necessarily in a bad way. Uh, if I hadn't been surrounded by people that I liked and cared about, it probably would have been a much different experience. I'm glad that I had done this show a few times before so that I didn't have to worry so much about the choreography and I could just be free to dance and be myself this time. So I was still part of the core dancers, but I got to play the sun. Um, we were basing it off the arcana, like the major and minor arcana cards of the tarot deck. And so we always had the same person doing the sun throughout the whole tour, except for this time. Uh, I guess she couldn't come or whatever. I'm not really sure. And her original replacement was a very well-known New York City dancer, but she had gotten injured. So like the next day, Monday or Tuesday or whatever, I was actually asked by our director if I could take that position of being the sun because it was a fan veil piece and she knows that I'm really good with my fan veils. So I was like, yeah, like I'd definitely be down to do that. I was so excited for this, guys, because like the entire tour, I'd only done it twice before, but I loved fan veil and I felt like I never I didn't really get to shine with my fan veils because I was just doing somebody else's choreography and sometimes I just I don't I don't love other people's choreography all the time I thought it was great but like um I I never really got to, a chance to show who I was as a dancer so um I was able to do that in this and it was great and like the shows when I performed the sun it was so freeing for me to just be me as a dancer so and I'll actually tell you kind of what had happened between rehearsals um or during rehearsals because I would actually get not yelled at but like coached on how uh, directed by the director um about how I should be playing this part um and I was like oh I thought it was just like improv and but like you kind of want to take on that character and like I hadn't done like acting for a long time I just danced but this was like an acting part um so I don't know if I if I did it justice whatever but um I I loved it by the end um the first day that we had to do it I just had the fan rails like the normal fan rails that everybody had but I had a left and a right whereas most people just had one hand like everybody else had only one hand and I would have two um so I did it and then like the director was like yeah you're going way too fast um I was like what are you talking about that's what I do and then she was like I want you to like go through it like slow it down and then even when I did she was like I want you to go even slower and I was like what what are you talking about um and then one of the assistant directors kind of came up to me and she was kind of like why don't you look up what the sun tarot card means uh because I think that'll help you um like work through this piece so I did that and I I understood it but I will read a tarot card differently than other people will wear will read the tarot card you know um so then the next day um we did the sun again and they actually gave me the headpiece, which I had forgotten that there was a like an actual sun headpiece because I was always just like a little sun ray with one of those um, like tribal fusiony style ATS 
FCBD, whatever. <laughs> One of those like crowns, you know, like you you know what I'm talking about if you've seen it, like almost like the Dia de los Muertos crowns. Um, and but I had like a big sun, like it was a big circle. Um, and it was kind of heavy, so I had to balance it on my head, almost like a sword. Um, so I was like, okay. <laughs> So I went like I went really slowly as slow as I would even work with like a sword and the the director was so pleased and she was just like that headpiece did what I could not do <laughs> and I I really loved that cuz I was like I mean yeah like it made more sense and I got it and it was great and then we did the tech rehearsal and then we did the two shows and it was great like I loved it I had so much fun and then the pictures for New York City came out with the other dancer who was for the sun and I like realized in my head that I had worn the wrong costume for the tech rehearsal and for both of the shows like every single rehearsal I wore the wrong costume and nobody said anything to me and granted maybe people weren't noticing um because the way that I dance you just kind of I've been told it's like kind of mesmerizing because I go really slow and like you you see these cool fan veils that look like fire you know you can't help but to to watch you know so they probably didn't even notice. Um, I don't know. I never, I I didn't ask the director or anybody else who wasn't in the dance. Um, but I think it came out great. I thought it was amazing. I looked great. It, it felt great. So I'm honestly not worried because the other costume, the skirt is beautiful because it's like a champagne gold, but the top was, it did not fit me. So honestly, I think I preferred the white over the gold I mean but as the gold you would have known who I was and like on stage I was just a soloist doing whatever it's fine I don't care um it was fun it was just like a fun little project I did so um anyway so that was the sun major arcana um that was the show like the <laughs> I don't even know if I want to talk about the show. I'm still, I still have some PTSD from that. But um, every day before our evening rehearsals, me and some of the others would just bond by going out and exploring the city or going to different markets. Um, it was usually a 30 to 40 minute walk or a 15 minute ride to any of these markets that we went to or even going to um, Central Square, I guess. I kept calling it Centro. So I don't know if that's incorrect or whatever, because people were like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know, like central, <laughs> like city center, city center, I think. Um, but yeah, so the first time we were making our way back to the house uh, to get to lunch, because lunch was at three o'clock and breakfast would be at like 930. Um, we actually, we ran into the woman who was hosting us, uh, which was so awesome. So she actually took us to go see her school, which was cool because it was like, private and it was absolutely beautiful and there were like plants and um like it just it looked comfortable and happy to be at like everybody would be happy walking into that school um they were like growing tomatoes and at some point and I was like oh my god that's amazing um so yeah um uh, and I feel like that week we kind of just did that all the time we were always just like right before we had to be there at lunch at three o'clock we would just 
check out the city, see what's going on, which was great for the ones who could. Kind of sucked for the people who had to work, but I mean, what can you do? So we had gotten there Sunday, right? And we met with people. It was great. Um, our director, you could tell, was kind of tired because this was the end of the tour. This is the last one. She has to get through it, you know? she's She worked really hard. And, like, it was great getting there. Um, but we had just found out that our main principal dancer had gotten chicken pox. And so she was, like, literally quarantined in the room with chicken pox. And it was a weird experience because they kept making us take like this L-lysine pill and I'd never gotten chicken pox before. I'd gotten the vaccine and there was at one point I messaged my dad um, and I was like, have I had the vaccine for chicken pox? Like I'm pretty sure I did, but I just wanted to make sure because I'd never been in this situation before. And he was like, yes, you got it when you were young. I go, um, like when I asked him if I'd gotten the vaccine, I was like, I mean, like we're just talking about it. Like, <laughs> Like, no reason to worry or anything. We're just talking. Whatever. So, that first night, the three of us that had come from Texas, um, we had met there and flew to Mexico together. We were just kind of catching up and, like, we were laughing and telling hilarious stories and we were laughing so hard that the next day I asked our director who was right above us and I was like could you hear us last night like I I hoped that the floorboards would be really thick but she was like no like I could hear you and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry and she was like no I wanted to join you guys um but you know she was tired um and, like, she had a whole two weeks ahead of her of being here, you know, but, like, one more week of dance and all that, and then she could rest. Um, but there's actually a whole story of the three of us who met up in Texas and how we got this gig. We actually have a um, group, like, a group message, and we met last year at the Greece retreat, um, which... I a couple of us have gone twice, um, but the three of us have only gone like that first year. And so we were all kind of close to each other. We had Oklahoma, Missouri, and then Indiana. So like we had all of these people who were kind of like in the center. Um, and we would try and find ways where we could go and meet up with each other and go to events together. So we ended up going to Nashville once, um, right after I got my, my puppy, a little bit after meeting in Greece and I'll actually talk about that Nashville adventure in a future episode if you guys want to hear um but earlier this year I had gotten a message from the group text about this touring show and I had had a really rough year um of dance and emotions and stuff and it was crazy so I read the information and I was like oh this seems interesting I love the tarot but I didn't respond neither none of the rest of us responded and then like several months later was when the other friend had sent us the information about it and saying that um this one a director from New Mexico needed a couple more dancers last minute and I decided to jump in because I needed to use up my delta points um and then by the end, like, by the time we had the after party in Austin um, was when a bunch of us kind of jumped in on wanting to do Mexico. Uh, so that was kind of cool that we, like, 
we were all able to do this together. And I feel like that starts our bonding experiences with each other. Um, And so it was actually funny because when the one girl, like the second girl, sent this message about this director um, who needed us to jump in, we did not realize that this event had already been sent out. Like, it was literally the previous message, which is hilarious. Um, Because the one girl said that she actually had to jump out last minute, so that's why we were able to fill that spot. And then right before um, the Mexico trip, we actually lost a couple dancers, and I had thought about one of the girl, the other girl from the the group chat that wasn't already here, and I was like, oh, I want to message her but like she's probably in the midst of moving or whatever and a few hours later like after thinking this she actually messaged us and she was like I'm gonna join you guys in Mexico and I was like are you kidding me like I didn't I don't even think I told her but I was like I imagined it in my head like I sent that vibe out um so I thought that was so cool and it was so great for all of us to reunite so randomly for something like this and this is why I love surrounding myself with dancers that I can literally travel all over the world with and have all these group chats and just like we can have our people and like it's the whole your vibe attracts your tribe thing, you know? Um, anyway, so like <laughs> back to the main story, like the here and now in Mexico. So most people came throughout the week, including two more of my roommates, more people upstairs, you know, people who weren't staying with us. Um and both of my friends unfortunately had to work most of the day during the week so I ended up making some friends with some of the other core dancers and we would explore the city and get to see so much of what was going on Uh, we got to see all the decorations for the city uh, for Dia de los Muertos which was coming up the following week Uh, and often we would actually get delicious food and sometimes alcohol because we are adults and that is an adult thing to do when you're in a beautiful place like Mexico and (laughs) um there's like a whole story surrounding me having a drink one day and like a lot of stuff kind of flared up from that um anyway so we had catered food at the house but it was pretty bland to me and That's probably why we would go out so often because I'm the type of person, I'm such a foodie, I thrive on delicious food. And we were in the middle of Mexico. I needed food, like Mexican food. I live for food. So I was obsessed with finding delicious food and empanadas since prior to this trip. And I had never had any empanadas ever. Um, So I was just like, all I wanted was empanadas. And there was one night when we went to a restaurant that said that it had it on the Google menu and they didn't. And, but we actually like hung out there and had a lot to drink and a lot of delicious food. Um, So yeah, so that was most of the week. We were trying to just explore as much of the city as we could before rehearsals. And I was trying not to buy too much. Like, y'all know I'm, I'm a, I'm very much a materialistic person, but I'm trying to get out of that. And I'm trying not to be so sentimental about every single thing that comes into my life. Because I, I also had no room in my carry-on suitcase, um, which maybe that was a good thing. So I don't know if I'm going to invest in a really nice big suitcase. I thought about it because then I could just like throw it in my car and I'm great. Um, So I'd have like a big one and a small one. 
but like even my carry-ons always seem to be too big when I'm flying internationally so I, I always find that to be really funny and weird but I also I love to see the beautiful colors and decorations of the buildings and there were even like mountains and backgrounds of pictures so that was pretty incredible to see and in the mornings I would get up early to watch the sunrise like there were like four floors of this place technically five but the f- I think like whatever the top floor had um it it had no place to sit it just had a couple like basically tin outhouses but on the level below it which was basically the penthouse um which the dancer from New York City who's supposed to be the future dancer she ended up she was staying in there with her husband and but they were coming like way later in the week so I would go up there in the mornings and I would get up early to watch the sunrise and get a couple photos of the view um, from some of the days and sometimes there'd be somebody else who would be up there because the one friend one of my friends would go up there because she would have early morning meetings at like seven o'clock or maybe earlier um, or seven thirty, something like that so she would be upstairs on the roof um, just having her meetings in Mexico I'm like dude you were living the life and I would actually um, take videos for her stories and things like that and just be like this is you know um I have a post that it was like this is my office space or whatever uh so I love doing that stuff and then um another girl and I the girl was from Tijuana and we would just like talk about like the birds and the hummingbirds and so like her English was great but um like to me she was it was great because I know how to talk a little bit slower um but for me I was like my Spanish is horrendous so I would just kind of practice a couple words here and there um so that I loved that and I would love to go see her in Tijuana someday and then I think once or twice um our director actually came up and she would sit and talk with us and it was a great experience and I loved that. Um, I loved being able to have one-on-ones with her because with the director because I didn't really know her well and also I didn't really get a lot the chance because she would mostly, we would obviously be in rehearsals or she would be um, run around doing something or whatever. Um, she just kind of felt like she was never around. So... Yeah, when we finally were able to do the shows, like, it was, it was great. Um, (laughs) Like, it was nice that, like, we were able to do everything in this beautiful place and, like, go and explore the city during the day and then go to rehearsals at night. And the shows were really amazing um the first show there were quite a few mess ups in the beginning but which really bothered me but we ended up realizing like we have another show tomorrow is going to be perfect tomorrow is the actual finale this is just it's whatever whatever so I had actually talked to my director about like how much I personally had messed up and she kind of had to talk me through it and she had to be like kind of the one to tell me like let go of the past um I think she said something like you're not as you're thinking about it you're not just paying for it once you're paying for it like a million times over or something like that and she was like you don't need to do that to yourself um but like again it was that imposter syndrome coming back to me and I was like just like fearing for my life that I was the worst ever (laughs) or something like that but like by the last show it was great um so there were two after parties 
after the shows and we had like tarot readers um, merch for sale and all of that and so some of us skipped the after party the first night and we went and we got food and then we went to a bar and got delicious drinks and it was great and then the second after party um I had I had a playlist and somebody had a speaker so we uh played some music that was it was the speaker was tiny so you could not hear this music um so we try to put it and do that trick where you put it in a bucket and it sort of worked but like we're on also on a rooftop so it didn't really work but um I was helping the one featured dancer who had gotten injured um she was much better at this time um but I'm I'm glad and I hope that I did that part very well for her um but yeah I would help her bring in the dirty dishes and like it was funny because she kept getting yelled at by our director like you're you're supposed to be mingling with us not cleaning up after us but I eventually just started helping her so it was great um and we got to talking and she's so nice and I definitely want more time with this other dancer she's um another like really well-known New York City dancer and so she's like another reason why I kind of want to move to the east coast so I could study with yet another amazing incredible dancer um so the I went to the after party on the second night um and we all (laughs) I remember I I think I'd left and I came back or something And we all just, it was like a full moon or something one of those nights. And we all literally got into a circle and we howled at the moon. Our director had already gotten to sleep by then. But like the rest of us, so many of us, dancers and dancers friends and whatever, um, we just howled at the moon a couple times. And it was great because like we could get all that extra crazy energy out from any nerves or anything from from the show. So I suggest that everybody should take the time to howl at the moon every once in a while um so uh the next night we had a hafla um I think it was the next night no actually you know what so like half the cast was leaving over the next day because our show was Friday Saturday Friday and Saturday evenings and then Sunday a lot of people were going back to their real jobs going back home um I actually thought I was gonna feel very alone but I was totally fine like what um two of my roommates stayed for most of the week and it was kind of great that I had them um and we were able to bond um and I had mentioned like a hafla which is like a belly dance party um I think I will actually talk about that in a future episode because this episode is getting kind of long um so yeah uh but that was the the finale of my show in Mexico um so but I still stayed like another week so in the next episode you will get to learn all about my second week in Mexico following the tour um all the travels that I did all the things that I got to experience um and then me traveling (laughs) back home uh to Chicago from Mexico so that's all going to be in the next episode um but yeah 
Thank you guys for hanging out with me. I'm having so much fun talking about my dance adventures around the world. So follow me on Instagram at Dance with Zosha for my dance page and Sophia the Wanderluster for my travel page. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends about it and like and subscribe. Do all the things that you can do to help support my podcast and I'll talk to you guys later. Happy wanderings.